Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Mara. Welcome to You Are Okay Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to turn this music down a little. You'll find, I think, unfortunately, that I have the hardest time with deciding what the right level of the music is. But I want to welcome you to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. And today we're going to, we are all invited to talk together about love. I have Amla, a listener on the other line, and she's going to talk probably in about 20 minutes. Uh, And what we're going to talk about today is a topic that I think meditating on would be valuable, I know, for me, and that's obviously a motivator. But I think perhaps it will be valuable for everyone, and it's letting go. Letting go of the feelings that many times consume us and create nervousness and fear within us. And they keep us kind of close to the surface with anger and unloving words rather than kind words. Now, I recognize that this project that I am on here has been going on forever. You look at just about every religious text and philosophy, and you will see an admonition or an encouragement to treat other people the way you want it to be you want to be treated. And that's so hard because people even condition how they're going to treat other people based on whether they believe they will be in that circumstance themselves. And so the goal is through what we are doing is to learn to be responsible for ourselves, to take charge of our inner peace and our behavior and reach out in kindness to others. The letting go came about because I was at a meeting on Thursday evening, and uh, in my mind, the meeting is a product of lack of notice and a tremendous amount of miscommunication. And people hearing what they believe they're being told and no one making clear what's going on, and then some people acting as though they are all powerful, which frankly doesn't go far in most circumstances. So there was a lot of miscommunication. The people acting all powerful believed that they had control of the situation and that um, they could do whatever they wanted, which was miscommunication. That was not true. And then the people who were the subject of the most powerful people's uh, words and deeds uh, being angry because no one bothered to give them a warning and feeling that those words and deeds were were not fair, which frankly was true under the documents that everyone was working from. But the letting go idea came the next day when I started hearing about how people were reacting. And I realized that even though we're now aware of the fact that there was a miscommunication, there are some who are going to still push the agenda to be right in both directions. So the people whose feelings are hurt, and I have someone else on the line here, the people whose feelings are hurt are um, going to continue to have hurt feelings, which evokes a nervousness, a way of reacting to each other. And, oh, wow, we have a lot of people here. This is new for me. Uh, I'll, I'll get to you in just a moment. And uh, then we have those who um, are um, 
who basically were told, it's all right, you can do what you were doing before, who are still afraid they can't do what they're doing before. So with that said, I spent some time this morning looking at what it is that I wanted to say about inner peace, because I think that's what's lost. And I looked in a book, Where There is Light by Yogananda. And before I go and read this short quote, and then I will talk to the person who just called in a moment ago, I want to share with you a Rumi quote. Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. To me, when we focus on how we're going to act in our behavior with others, and we don't insist that people think exactly as we think, we will find ourselves in a place of peace. And in the four agreements Don Miguel Reese mentions that many times we are faced with the question, do you want to be right or do you want to be at peace? And this is what Yogananda wrote. Those whose thoughts are inharmonious will always find in harmony. It is largely a perception from within more than conditions without. Culture harmony within you, and you will spread it to others. Everywhere you go, into the most incongruous circumstances, you will be able to find and nurture an underlying harmony. If you culture it within, I added the last. When you worry there is a static coming through your mind radio, God's song is the song of calmness. Nervousness is static. Calmness is the voice of God speaking to you through the radio of your soul. I thought that was interesting. Calmness is the living breath of God's immortality to you. So today we will be meditating about letting go. But before we get to that, I'd like to talk to the um, speaker on the phone who's Area code is 831, and, and find out your name and if you'd like to say anything right now. Hello? Hi. Hello. I don't know if I... Hi, how are you? Hi. You know, I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to um, get myself into... Um, a, a better place. I had a very nice energetic shift, letting something go and becoming at peace. And I'm working on maintaining that right now. Good, good. Well, let's, let's work on that together today. Okay. Uh, uh, and I, you know, I don't have magic answers for you about your circumstance. I do know that for most of us, when we, it's very hard to not cling to discord. It's very hard for some reason to let the discord of life go by and be at peace. It's uh, something that 
people feel more comfortable, which is what the meeting I was describing uh, showed, is that people feel more comfortable in their old behavior and their old thoughts, whether it's going on to prove they're right and they have the power or it's accepting the other people don't have the power and they can, and now you're right, you can do what you want. There's no such thing. You know, people look for disharmony, as Yogananda said. So what I would like to suggest we do, and tell me your name, I'm sorry. Karen. You know, Karen. I, I, was in a, I was in a very uh, a positive um encounter over over a period of several months it was, it was casual but it had uh, kind of surprised us both and worked into something else and I was very happy with it and so was he and it was spontaneous and um, it was um, developing into something romantic um, but nothing had happened yet and then suddenly um, it was revealed that there's somebody else in his picture and I I uh, suspect um, discord and unhappiness in that situation so maybe that describes him but not me and um, and so it was it, it was a bit of a shock and I've just let go of it all um, and I'm I had a nice energetic shift when that happened so I um, you know I just want to uh, maintain my um, emotional equanimity at this point. I, I don't look for discord. I'm not, you know, a crisis junkie. Uh, I, I actually, I seek places of peace and I, I live in peace. And, um, yes. so this was a bit of a shock. Yeah. I sense, uh, Karen, you know, I, and it's interesting. Uh, I used to say things like this all the time on the radio, and then I backed off. But I sense that um, you carry your unhappiness at the top of your stomach, and also that right now, on the left side of your throat, from your ear down to about the middle of your chin, you're you're really tight. And I I think that. Um, I didn't plan on this being a time when I talk about I do a reading, but I sense that it your may I say, Karen, I think you're using the right words, and I personally believe using the right words is is part of the journey down the path to peace, but I think that you're really hurting inside, and um I, I get that sense because of my feelings about where you're holding on. Um, I think the chin that I was describing is a reflection of, of the words that you're using to describe your pain. And But the pain is really in your gut, and, and it, it's kind of persistent. It's not going away. And if if I may share with you, I... Please do. I, I'm... Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I think that um, I feel that your heart's a little broken. I sense that you are not someone who easily allows someone close enough to your heart to even get near breaking it. And so to have been going through this time and come to trust someone and then find out that the trust was... um, a little misplaced, maybe a lot misplaced, uh, was somewhat 
harmful for you in your heart. Uh, I sense your throat's tensing up right now. And that uh, I'd like to share with you something that I do when I find that a person is crossing my mind even when I'm trying to be at peace. And it it's a technique I learned a long time ago, and I it works. It really does. And the technique arises. Um, I I will tell you to be honest. I I will admit that I think I'm like all human beings. In our society, we say some people are OCD and this and that. I think as Yogananda recognized all the many years ago, we all think thoughts that we allow to control our mind. And so this is kind of an anti-mind control venom. And the way our minds keep the emotions, the kind of the kinetic energy going in us, that is fear-driven because whenever one goes through what you went through, one also uh, many times questions, well, wait a minute, what about me? It, it's just not as though you're, you're deserving better, but instead the self-judgment of neg- negativity that I'm not enough. You know, uh, I'm not enough to get someone who is not already connected. This happened, and what did I do? And so those thoughts create a negative energy. And if I'm over-speaking, please correct me and, and tell me, no, not well, that, so. That's, that's not the case, actually. I, I, feel, uh, very, um, I feel very much a strong connection and a nice rapport with him. And I think Good. it's mutual. And I think he's very interested in me. And I think I'm a contrast to what he's in. He's like a slow-cooked frog. And I, I really see how she... Um, in my estimation, is not right for him. Of course, maybe she is in a way because he's with her. But, um, you know, I really see um, his aliveness with me and his interest in me and his vivaciousness. And then, uh, you know, I see how, you know, it's not really that way with her. And I think think I'm the contrast. Uh, It didn't start out like philandering. I mean, it's just sort of like we suddenly kind of surprised each other with our interest in each other because it just started out as conversation at first and it was over a period of a couple months where something switched suddenly and um it kind of surprised I think both of us and uh although nothing was said but so you know I I really you know um uh, feel she's you know not the healthiest person for him but you know he's 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 there and as far as I know he's stuck with her for for now anyway and I, I I'm not sticking around and my heart is broken but you know I still you know I have to move on because I'm not going to wait Okay, I hear you. I hear you. So if I may make a suggestion for this mind-calming serum is uh, I can't, I think maybe um, the, the tension, the negative feelings, maybe more, more toward her as opposed to him because you, you still care about him. And... Um, and so what I would suggest and, and what I find works very well is every time what people don't realize is that we give ourselves permission to think a thought and we give ourselves permission to have that thought consume our brain, you know. And the way that is, I always call it, is I get the feeling kind of in my neck 
as it's moving up toward into my head, I feel my feel the name coming out 10 seconds before I ever really have a thought. It's, I'm giving myself permission to allow this thought to come in. So let's give this lady a name just for the sake of discussion here. And let's call her Marianne. So every time... Well, when, when, I think, when, I th- when I think of her, I just try and bless her and just, you know, give her a rose and send her away from my mind. Then you're doing exactly the right thing. What I try to do is I encourage people to send them everything they want for themselves. And and what I find is, uh, you know, that engaging in that activity um, gives me peace in the moment. I would also encourage you for right now, while you're dealing with kind of opposite emotions, that you consider doing the same thing for the gentleman, too. So rather well, than you know, I, I bless him. I bless him wherever he is too. Although you know, I'm still making observations of his situation, and uh, you know, and and you know, when she comes to my mind, I, I don't want to give her that much thought, so I just give her a rose and send her away and say bless her. As far as he's That's concerned, fine. my heart is broken. But yes, I just say you know, God bless him wherever he is. Good. Maybe you want to contain your observations. And and maybe that's because I am sensing that you need the anti you know the anti chaos kind of uh, serum for the mind and maybe it's not allowing yourself. Well, you know, to I'm very I'm very perceptive and I allow myself to receive what God shows me and my angels and my guides. I, I don't shut it down. They want to show me something. I take a look at it because they're showing me reality behind appearances. Yeah, and I don't shut true. it down. I listen to it and I observe it. And 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 um, so, yeah, I hear you. That's part of my understanding. It doesn't have to be a judgment, but it's part of my understanding. Okay, all right. And and how is that serving you? Well, it um, you know it gives it gives me an understanding. Um, of what of what's going on, even though um, I, I don't I, I don't like it. It's been difficult to accept. It was heart, heartbreaking the trust, and then just you know that he's involved. And I really kind of sense that uh, it's more like a security and a comfort and discomfort because it's familiar. And I think he's more entrenched with her mm-hmm. than he wants to be. And it it just helps me understand what's going on, so I don't feel outright rejected. I I do feel like I'm the right person for that man, but I might not be. But um, it feels right so far. Let's put it that way. And you know, I just have to, uh, you know, whatever is, you know, the outcome is, I just have to surrender it. But I know that for now, I need to take care of myself and step back. And it, I mean, it helps soothe my mind because I see understanding. I don't. I don't feel unworthy for this man. Actually, um, yeah, I. I feel like we resonate, and um, I see the light, and I. I see his eyes dance. You know, and and mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, when when we're together, and I. I, I see his spontaneity, and um, you know, it, it's he's he's not that way with her because actually we've all been together in a certain situation, but I didn't know she was that much of a player in his life. I thought she was just kind of there too in this club we go to. So in any event, um, you know, then I found out that she's sort of more with him, but, you know, uh, 
to what extent, I don't really know. They're not married or engaged or living together, but I, I, I don't really know what's going on, but I know there's a little bit more there than, than I realize. There's, I don't think there's a commitment, but there's been some involvement. And um, I sense that he wants to kind of like disengage and get off the leash and run away. But, you know, I, now that I've pulled back, he's not having a, a chance to communicate with me or develop anything with me. So it becomes more of a risk to him because I'm not easily there and he can't, you know, like discover more about me to make up his mind or whatever. But um, I can't be there because I can't accept that kind of situation because that puts me second and I don't feel second. And, um, and that um, it is just kind of smearing all kinds of boundaries and values and morals that I have. So I, I just simply can't allow it. It might be safe for him, but it's not for me. And so I shut it down. And so it makes it more risky for him to leave her and, you know, possibly come to me. But, you know, that's, if, you know, if he can't make the jump, he can't. I, I've, I've, got, I've got to move on. Yes, yes. If I may dare to say to you, Karen, um, I what I'm hearing here is someone who's a long way away from peace in their mind. And I, I think in the beginning I told you I sensed that your words and I described what I was feeling about your body, that your words are the right words, but your feelings are totally opposed to those words. They're the right things to feel and believe, in. and don't get me wrong, when they do take over, I think that, that you will know peace. For right now, uh, taking care of yourself is, is, is a multifaceted thing. Uh, it's, it's taking care of what you allow to enter your mind. And... Uh, it's it's letting go. You know, my mom was from my mom and dad were from West Virginia, uh, and they. Uh, my mom always said, if if he's yours and you let him go, he'll come back. Yes, but if if he wasn't yours, then uh, you're you're still alive and vital and a beautiful person, and. I think that you can say those words, but right now I sense you're not really feeling those words. You're, um, there's like a second guessing going on, uh, even if it's not verbalizing itself into words, where um, you are in, in a place where you really do need to let go and let God or let... Allah or let Yahweh or let Jesus or let whomever gives you peace in this world kind of hold it. And I I would like to suggest something different because it sounds like you're already doing what I would have suggested with the rose. But I will tell you, I I would encourage you to expand that to go away from a flower because every person has a different favorite flower or favorite uh, flower. I'm sorry, I'm making light there. But uh, perhaps to going, to giving those things that give you, sustain you emotionally. Love. Companionship. A fostering environment in which to live and work. 
respect, dignity. I found when I pass those emotions to others, I, I regain control of my mind and they lose any control they had in it. And it, I get to a, a place of being centered and from that centered place, I can then evaluate and work toward peace. And in that regard, there was a time in my life where I would kind of uh, look out in front of me and I would take my hands and I would turn them so that the, they were facing upwards, the palms were facing up. And I would visualize putting the emotions that were keeping me from being at peace into my palms, into my hands. And then I looked out, and um, at that point in my life, um, you know, I would see Jesus walking toward me. And his arms were outstretched, but also the palms of his hand were facing up. And as he approached me, I would turn my palms upside down as we joined together, and I would release all of these things over which I had no control so that I could give myself that place of peace. I know, Karen, you haven't been listening to my show much because I haven't been on much. I was too busy with doing things that weren't nearly as important as this show. And... I, right now, believe that Jesus is one pathway to all that is. I, and so uh, I'm not telling you who, what being you would see coming towards you, um, but I am saying to you uh, the magnificence of all that is is waiting there to take this burden off of you. But we only have control yeah, I, of I love Jesus. Yeah, I love Jesus, and I love your description. Um, you know, I love, uh, you know, Shiva and Lakshmi and some others, too. But, um, you know, I don't really um, focus on her. She comes to mind because she's she's there, but I focus on him. He's the player, not her. She's yeah. just sort of, you know, like, you know, she's really irrelevant. Um, he's We're not really, ta- I'm not strength. talking I'm not talking to be true about to himself. Yeah, I'm not talking about him or her. Okay. I'm talking about the effect that the situation is having on Karen. Okay. And and this the feelings that I'm getting about the effect that this is having on Karen. And I'm saying that Karen can pull this up out of herself allow herself for just a while rather than looking for the message. Okay. But you, I thought you said to give her companionships, give, give her dignity, give her this, oh. give her that. And it's sort of like, I'm I don't want to give her that much thought is what I'm saying. He's really the player, not her. She's just sort of like not even really there. She doesn't even really matter. He's the one who, who needs to be the actor in this, you know, he's allowing yeah. things to happen. And, He's allowing exactly. interference and 
you know, so he's the one that I was involved with and, and he's the one who, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, but I, I appreciate your message, but I just didn't want to give her that much uh, thought or energy, but um, Karen, I was I'm very suggesting to listen to for you him, Karen, I'm suggesting for him, for mm-hmm. her, for the situation. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm suggesting if for you take it all and you wrap it up in a package. Okay. And you wrap yeah. it all up, all the parts. Don't segregate it. Don't try to, to make, the, well, I can talk, I can do this, but I'm not going to do the energy for that. Just put it all in a package. And, and, and visualize yourself handing that package off and freeing yourself from the constraints of, of all this going on here because this is clearly hurtful on some level. And I'm, when I say to you whether I thought I said, but perhaps I didn't and I should be more clear, I'm saying whether it's him or her, for a while... Just think about Karen. So don't allow them to be a part of your thinking. And that's what I'm saying. The way that you stop them coming into your mind, either one of them or together separately, or anything about this situation, is that you send off what you want for yourself to them. Because by doing that, you are enriching yourself. You're getting yourself to stand alone again, back to the place before all of this began. Because you need to put some distance, some emotional distance between you and these events. And you are saying the right words, but you're not there. And so I'm trying to give you a couple of tools. But I respect that you need to do it your way too. I really do. And and, and I, I'm hopeful that that way serves you and brings you to peace. Uh, if, if you would, I would like you to stay on the line and, and be here with me, and let's meditate together on letting go. I would love and that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And uh, I'm looking at how much time we have left. And I'm going to use Kobiaka's Pathless Journey, and I'm going to play this music. I'm hopeful that my voice will uh, come out above it. Uh, Karen, if you can't hear me, would you please let me know, because I always would love to have that happen. So let's go with Kobiaka's Pathless Journey, and let's do a rather long meditation together on letting go. Lovely. Let us all get into a comfortable position. And I can't define that for anyone, but for me, I like to sit upright. And I imagine myself in a position where I'm going to start breathing through the soles of my feet. And some people laugh at me and say, oh, no, no, we're supposed to breathe down, not up. I don't think it matters whether you breathe down or up. But I do believe that it is important that you keep a perspective of breathing long and sipping in breaths as though you're a singer. So together, let's bring in and pull in breaths of air, bringing up the calves, up the thighs, 
Let's cross over the buttocks. And now we are at the base chakra. The source of fear. And let's drive all that fear back into the ground, the earth from which it came. Because our souls are so much more than this that we see now. So push that fear back into the earth and let's pull a fearless breath up into the zone of sacral chakra, the zone of creativity. And as we're in the sacral chakra, let us feel the creative purpose of life that flows through each one of us. We spend so much time reaching out to try to model other people's behavior. And in fact, we're here as a unique player ourselves. So let's pull fearless energy up and ignite the creative purpose that's within you. Now pulling fearless, creative energy up, let's go to the solar plexus, the zone of healing. Today, we'll, as we're meditating together, we'll talk about this zone of healing a lot. And you're bringing your breath in, and it's okay to sip in. Opera singers don't sing without breath. You don't unite your breath with all that is without keeping it alive and fluid. And as we're in this solar plexus, this zone of healing, imagine a yellow light beginning to infuse your entire body, a light that soothes and calms your nerves, that begins to encase your body with healing, loving energy. Feel yourself being safe enough as you healed the pains, to let go, to let go and trust that even without you as an actor in the situation, it will work out the way it is meant to be. And that it will work out for you the way it is meant to be. So now pulling fearless, creative healing energy up, we're going to come to our heart. The heart is a beautiful, beautiful energy. It's where we have love. And so many of us close our shoulders over to protect our hearts. And for right now, I invite you to step back and square your shoulders. Thrust your heart forward and allow a pillar of beautiful green light to escape you and dare to love. But love yourself first, my friends. Not second, not third, not after a passel of other people, and certainly not never, but always, always. Know that you are a valuable, unique creation and that you are something important, that you have a mission, that your being is vital to all that is. 
feel the love. Because so many times we don't let go because we're afraid that our purview, our view of things won't happen. And we are not loving ourselves enough to trust that what should happen will happen if we love ourselves. Because in the end, what you have is what you did and what you did not do. Whether you let go or hold on, it seems like an oxymoron, which is like circular reasoning. Well, if what I have is what I did and didn't do, then I need to hold on to power. No. Trust in a divine plan for you, a fluid plan. And believe that love is coming to you and that you are enough. All of us need to believe we are enough. We are enough to love. Our love is meaningful. It's valuable. And we are enough to be loved. Now, continuing to pull your energy through. Pull fearless, creative healing, loving energy up. And now we come to the throat chakra. Oh, I call it the zone of forgiveness. We have fought wars over carelessly spoken words. We're on the verge, it looks, of fighting more wars over carelessly spoken words. And that's something that I believe we can all join together and deal with. That we can make a difference with our love as we send out love and we forgive and so sitting here now let us all invite to us those that we have used words that are not our best words that are not our highest thought and let's look at those people as they line up and ask for forgiveness because that forgiveness is for us. It, it takes off the trappings that weigh us down. The armor that we've built around ourselves. So ask for forgiveness from those we have harmed with our words. And as that line comes to an end, let us then see it reforming with people who have harmed us with their words and deeds. And let us one by one invite them in and hug them and let go of the power of our minds and memories over what's been done to us. And instead open a bright tomorrow, a bright today. Don't wait. Today, tomorrow, every day. If you need to start over, start over. Invite in a bright, fresh start. You are free now. Let it go. Let go of the unhappiness of having been harmed. Let go of the discord caused from not being all you can be from saying things that you regret the minute they're said. 
and be fresh. And now pull this fearless, creative, loving, healing, loving, fresh, forgiving energy up to the third eye, the zone of manifestation. My friends, let's focus on ourselves, not on what others need to be or do. Let's focus on what we are going to do in this moment at this time. What, how are we going to manifest our highest self, our most loving self, our most caring nature? Let us be ever reminded of what Don Miguel Ruiz says about it is better to be at peace than to be right. And to use words that are impeccable, that bring up people. To not take things personally. As we manifest who we are today and who we will be for the rest of the day and who we will be tomorrow. And when we fail, know that we don't have to be perfect. We're fallible creations. We are only perfect in our ultimate manifestation as all that is. So here, let us forgive ourselves as we manifest and reach out and be all that we can be. I'm going to leave you for just a second here, maybe 10 seconds, just manifesting who you choose to be today and the peace you choose to have around you. Fearless air, fearless breath, creative breath, healing breath, loving, soul-inspiring breath, fresh, forgiven breath, manifesting breath. And now imagine as though the top of your head is opening up and you are entering like piper tubing of air and your breath is flowing through this beautiful beautiful energized breath is flowing through and joining with the breath of all that is and as you do that i invite you to reach out your dominant hand and take the hand of a listener beside you and feel the energy of love and god and all that is flowing through that person. As you reach out your non-dominant hand and take the hand of a listener beside you so that in love we create a circle around the world. And I would like you to breathe out, please. I am love. Breathing out as you go through the zones. Manifesting, forgiven, loving, healing, creative, creating, and fearless, 
breath. And let us sit here for a moment in that peace of knowing that we are connected with all that is. Breathing in again, this time at your own pace, going through your chakras. Breathing out, I am enough. Breathing in a final time. Breathing out, I am loved. Namaste. Karen, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing your heartfelt story. I I will include you in my meditations. Thank you so much, Mara. I really appreciate your show and your help today and your conversation and meditation. Thank you immensely. Thank you. Namaste to all of you. Until next week. Namaste.